Åker det kan så. It's already a fucking debacle. My first one back in nearly six months and he can't even get the fucking song organized. This is for you. I wanna come through my hair and step into the street. And the city's the color of flame in the midsummer heat. Oh yeah. Jennifer's got daddy's car. She's playing uptown on the stereo. We go cruising so close the way we did long ago. Oh, darling, turn the radio up for that sweet sound. Hold me close, never let me go. Keep this feeling alive. Make me lose control. By far. Baby. The, one of the greatest 80s songs of all time. Eric Carmen. Hands down. Yes. Eric Carmen, motherfucker. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. It was awesome. That's an applause. Yeah. To us. Thank you. You know what? You can't see it at home, but I'm bowing. Let me introduce this bullshit. <laughs> this is Invert the Y episode, start out log, Captain's Log 12.1.5.9. <laughs> and the US is Invert the Y is opening another planet of Richmond. Bullshit. And I got him back. I got him back. <laughs> not Jason Relaxation, who's not part of this bullshit podcast. Not today. Probably not ever. Oh, no, he'll come back. Some harsh words. He'll come back. He'll harsh come back. words. I got him back. Super Simon. Super motherfucking Simon. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. I'm making my triumphant return from all of the smack talk from your other guests, the challenges, the bullshit, all of it. It's back. I'm back. Who's your beef with? Sassy Sahini, shout I mean, out to her. Not as much a beef, just as much as like a fuck you, but like a nice, fun, bantery fuck you. You know, it's not like oh, I'm gonna throw down. What a what a fuck she know, whatever. It's fucking just coming here and talking World Warcraft. Because when you walk through shit. the door, I'm not bullshitting. When you walk through the the door this this after look, this morning, yeah, I all I can think of look at the ass king, <laughs> look at the ass, my God Almighty King, he's a sick, Sadistic. twisted individual. Human yeah. being king. What's happening to Super Simon? <laughs> Find out on pay-per-view. <laughs> it's very good to be back. I've, I've had some stuff go on in the last, yep. um, God, six months-ish. You know what? I think the last episode you were on, off the top of my head, was episode 27. Fuck. What are we up to now? Like 65? Well, you know what? I can do whatever I want because he's not here anymore. <laughs> is it? In, is, is this, this episode, episode N64? 48. 48. I might upload. Now let me just check on the list. I think it is if it's 48. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to upload it as 48. <laughs> Fuck him. Oh, Because <laughs> he's gone. He's not here to defend himself. Mussolini. Yep, 48. 48. Episode 48, folks. Good Lord. I'm calling it. That means I've got to make some. That means you have to make, make this one. You've got some work to do now. <laughs> you realise you just fucked yourself, right? I care, mate. Yeah, I know. I've been doing that for 44 <laughs> years. Hairy palms. Too, too hairy to hide. Yeah. <laughs> you and your fucking soundboard. It's awesome. Wait, have you got the crickets one set up so that if somebody says uh, something fucking stupid? We had it, but I think what happened was we preloaded uh, sound effects like intros, outros. Right. And accidentally, I think Jason Relaxation overrode. Accidentally. Yeah, well, he was all. You know, we're just talking about it, right? Yeah. You know how he goes like 100 miles an hour and he does. We uploaded. Um, you can upload on this board preset sounds or something. Yeah. And I think he overwrote by accident the cricket sound effects. Ah. But then he realised you've actually got 
like multiple data banks that you're going to sign. Oh, so you can have like double press. For yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, oh, like cool. it goes, I think it's like 32 sounds you can have on this thing. But I he, have to say, Dad's basement is looking very Dad's garage. Is Sorry, Dad's bad. garage. It's Dad's garage is looking very professional. It's come a long way, man. You've got like a proper table that's not falling apart. <laughs> the leaks stopped. It's the cat smell's going. Like it's all getting better. The cat smell. Like <laughs> a cat smell, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I couldn't Super help Super. myself. Uh, well, it's good to see you back, man. It's great to be back. If I had a, any tear ducts, I had them removed because <laughs> they, they show weakness. I'd, I'd have a little moist tear. You have you, you were the one kid that took the soldering iron to your tear ducts just to seal yeah, them. I'd have like tears. You know, shout out to the Cookie <laughs> Queen. We just went back with him. We came back from coffee, right? And there was this dude in this coffee place. No bullshit. He had two tear tattoos. Oh fuck. I think yeah. that, that means they if you have two to people, you have right? to avoid those people. They're the scary yeah. motherfuckers. He had two two tear tattoos. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I said, "Fuck this place." <laughs> I couldn't. <do> it. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly going to some classy establishment. I, I said to her, "We're on the wrong side of the tracks, even for me. <laughs> this is not a good place." I said, "Fuck this place." Yeah, I said, "There is more than one cafe in this area. We could have gone to any other." Did cafe. you go to the one at the prison? Is that the one you went to? This was like should have been near prison. <laughs> It was, it was a fucked up place. It's like, this is the Silver Water special. You get a free shiv with every third purple. <laughs> <laughs> Super Simon, welcome back. Thank you, my friend. We do have a topic of the show. We do. What have you got for us? You got you want to talk to us about well, your favourite or the most important video game characters yeah. in the history of video games, yeah? So the idea around my return was to... Because it's gotten a bit off topic about video games over the last however long. I mean, Sahini's been keeping the the thing alive, which has been great. And um, is it Russell's been doing the... Rocket Russell. Rocket Russell's yeah. been doing the, <laughs> the conspiracy <laughs> theory stuff, which I have genuinely enjoyed. He's got some wacky This is so fucking weird, man. Yeah. Um, he's got a cracker. Nervous Nate, he's been doing great. Yep, Nervous Nate. Um, who's the, the Englishman? Monkey, yeah. Drunk monkey. Yeah, the one with the Cockney accent. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you realise he doesn't have a Cockney accent, right? You know that, yeah? Oh, can you do your Jason Statham for me again? I certainly can. You ready? This is Cracker. This All is right, beautiful. So this is, uh, this is my impression of Jason Statham reading a kid's book. Yep. Chumbly Wumbly was a bear. Chumbly Wumbly had no hair. So Chumbly Wumbly wasn't very fuzzy, was he? <laughs> See, you chuck that in, which completely degrades the quality of I the know, experience. I know. Well, uh, sorry, sorry, man. Hey, hey you're you're fucking that's look, better. That's, you got it now. You're back, baby. You made it. It's good to be back. Um, I keep that, saying it. I know, man. I, I I feel like we've come full circle. It's yeah. been so long since you've been here. Well, it's uh, like I said, I've had oh, some shit go on. I had a kid, yeah. had my third, oh. which has been uh, a lot of fun. He's yeah. a funny little guy. I've seen the Instagrams. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's sleeping, which is thankful. Fuck. <laughs> now, if I could only get the other two to sleep, then we'd be fine. Oh well, they'll get there one day. Yeah, she'll be right when they're in uni or something. Yeah, then some when when they're like twenty two and still living at home, and then they'll be keeping you up for other reasons. Shiftless layabouts. That's it. <laughs> Fucking smash. Don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fucking think about that. <laughs> That's I got, right. they're, got they're very he little at the moment. I don't want to fucking think about that at all. He no, sorry. He got it just at the last <laughs> minute. It took him a little bit. I'm a bit slow on the He's, not, he's not firing on nah. all the cylinders. 
Okay, so you got a list of characters so, from the video game world that you wanted to talk to us about that so you think are iconic. Like, in, my, in my opinion, in sort of the last... I mean, obviously, we're going to go back to sort of the, 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 the generations of gaming because there's now... We're up to, what, the sixth console generation almost? Eighth. Eighth. We're heading into the ninth. So when, so when the uh, Xbox Scarlet and the PS5 come out, that'll be the ninth generation of consoles. We're currently ninth. on the eighth. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yep. And I go back to, as a kid, the seventh, the second generation. Which was second? We're uh, talking Coleco? Or we maybe talking the third, Nintendo? actually. We're talking Atari 2600. We're talking yeah. um, that kind of era. So my first gen was really Game Boy. So 89 and then Nintendo, the NES. NES is... That's second? Third. 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 I think. I could be wrong. I think it might be third. Yeah. Because fourth is like Mega Drive. Yeah. And Super Nintendo. And Super Nintendo. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Because... So and, there's some there's some very interesting characters in this list that I've that I've found up. We're not going to go through all of them because no. there's fucking hundreds of them. I bet you do. But, and, and, you know, we're already, what, oh, 10 minutes in? I can tell minutes. you now, nine minutes, Nine minutes, oh, my seconds. God, we're so efficient. I, mate, I, I've come, <laughs> I'm a professional. Unlike, a professional what? I'm a pro. I'm a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was wondering what that red light at the front of the garage was. No, that's up the street. Ah, ah yes, of course. Do you remember that? I do remember that. There was that. no bullshit. There was two... Special they've, they've since been ejected. They've been they? ejected. Yes. There, there's, but there was two, no bullshit. <laughs> there were two special people giving special hugs that mm. lived in this special neighborhood hugs. down my driveway. Special cuddles, right? And I told you the story you about did. when Jason and Relaxation and I he drove my, drove me home one day from somewhere, <laughs> and we pulled up at the front of the units here, and there was a red light <laughs> in the window because nothing then, nothing screams caution no, like a red there was light. A red light. In the front of your fucking house. Right. Jesus. And here's the best bit. The owner says to me, we had like an annual general general meeting, <laughs> AGM, and she says, oh, my tenants are great. I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're real fucking, good. They're fucking great. <laughs> you don't know. They're great. They're expensive, you know but they're great. But you know what the best bit was? She says, um, oh, yeah, I saw him come out the other day thinking it was the tenant. She goes, what do you mean him? I go, yeah, there's a guy. There shouldn't be. So I've opened up Pandora's box. I go, well, there is. He's a big. He's a big boy, and he leaves a long neck at the front every. He's a long neck for breakfast. This bloke, no Jesus bullshit. Because <laughs> I breakfast of champions. He goes, he's got work boots, <laughs> and he leaves a long neck at the front every day. I see this long neck, right? And he um and she says, well, there shouldn't be a guy there. I go, well, there is. <laughs> But I didn't tell her there was many guys yes. at one point. Was, well, I mean, you know, it depends how busy the weekends are. Am I right? Hey, hey. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So give me this fucking list. <laughs> What's your first one? All right. So fairly contemporary. We're yep. talking sort of last, God, how long? Last sort of 10 years. Uh, Commander yep. Shepard. Oh, Mass Effect. From the Mass Effect favorite. series. Could be either a male or a female yep. because choice. Fem- femship. Femship. Yep. Were you a femship or were you a male uh, I've played Mass Effect 
a couple of times and I've, I have played Femship once. Do you find there's a big difference when you play as Femship or do you play it the same way? I play, well, I play it the same way only because when I'm Femship, I get to have sex with girls. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a first time for everything. <laughs> hey! That's right. Because you already told you the story about Mass Effect 2, right? You did. I was such a loser. I was such a fucking loser, man. I'm playing Mass Effect 2. You got Effect it on with 2. Miranda. Oh man, I chased that chick for hours, right? <laughs> and I'm, I think, and you know when the bit where she's like halfway, halfway, you know, through the game, she's like, "I think we're crazy, but if you're, if you want to, uh, I don't think we're ready." And I'm like, fuck this, man, this is like real life, right? And then finally, she says, "Let's get it on." But then the Xbox 360 came over one, uh, over like two d- DVDs. <laughs> So, insert disc two. <laughs> what a ass. fucking mood killer, you Jesus! Had, it was, but you had to get off your ass and stick the second disc in the disc drive. And Phrasing, then, and then you had to get in. Yeah, that's right. There you and go. Then, and then you had to like, um, <laughs> then you saw the sh- shitty cutscene of Miranda, and you getting it on. Oh god. Yeah, but no, Femship and uh, well, actually, I reckon the voice acting for Femship was better than the voice acting for Male. This ship. is what everybody. Had a lot told of people me. say that too. Yeah. Is that the, Femship had better characterization, Did. better emotion. Did. Femship, uh, sorry, regular Shepard was very, you know, generic American sounding person. It's like, hello, I am Commander Shepard of the USS Mass Effect, whatever the fuck. I never played it. You never <laughs> played it? Never played that it. That was the Normandy, by the way. Uh, Normandy, thank yeah. you. Uh, I did start playing two. Two's the best. And everybody said two's the best. And then it was well, like a 50 fucking hour game. Okay. Who has time for that? You don't exactly, but I've got nothing. My <laughs> you have life. nothing but time, and well, I have I, I, nothing. I'm a fucker. No time. I, I, I'm an unproductive loser. I'll, I'll admit it. I I got way too much time. I'm the envy of many people, but really, there's nothing to be envious of. But the, the point is, is that um, Mass Effect Two. Some people actually don't think it's the best one. They actually think the first one is because, as long as we universally agree that three wasn't. Uh, I've said this to you before. <laughs> Let me go back a step. <laughs> Mass Effect 1, people say that was better because the RPG elements were better in yeah. Mass Effect 1. Whereas 2 and was two, more combat And 2, they stripped focused. them out a little bit and yeah. it was more combat focused. But I prefer 2. I think 2 is the best. <laughs> Three. From all of the <clears throat> research I've done, 2 had the best story, had the best characters and the best overall experience. 100%. But three and was three and Andromeda were basically uh, garbage. Okay, so three was okay up until the three quarter mark. I've been over this, right? I don't want to go over it again. And we all know the choose your color simulator at the end. Oh, yeah. And I told the story about how Pedro came over here and spent a whole day putting like playing Mass Effect two for me again, so I could transfer the file across to Mass Effect three because he's a very good friend. Because he's my bestest good friend, right? <laughs> he's my best good friend. Shout out to him. He never <laughs> listens to this. That's as good of a friend he is, right? Hey, he, look, you know what? He's very busy. Oh, fucking no! <laughs> you could you could swap notes with him. <laughs> you could compare notes. Terrible. But Mass Effect three, I actually didn't have a problem with it up until the end because the end had this really strange difficulty spike. Yeah, and, and it just went. Un- it wasn't fun. Towards the, it was a grind at the end. And see, that's that's where games make it. That's where you lose your your audience when the game becomes so unnecessarily difficult, yeah, for no reason to then just completely kill off the great experience you've had. It's yeah, like, well, fuck. Yeah, but Shepard was a great character. Yeah, but there are other great characters in that game too, like Garrus. Garrus. Garrus was a great character. Miranda was great too. See, and this was the thing. The very the, I played about probably ten hours of yeah. Mass Effect. 2. What was um? Oh, Joker, who was played by yeah. Um, uh, what was his name? Seth Green. Seth Green. 
and I'm a huge fan of Seth Green, like the robot chicken stuff and everything. Yeah, Basically, yeah. anything he yeah. does, I'm a fan of. Yeah. So there was heaps of characters. That's what made that game so great because yeah. there were so many characters in that game and really good voice acting, awesome. with the exception of um, Shepard. Except Fem uh, Even Male Shepherd was okay. Yeah. It was just very boring. But th- Fem Shepherd was definitely better. Yeah. Voice actors. What's your next one? So, going into a new game series, another all expansive game series uh, from Assassin's Creed. Now, SEO. Yes, absolutely. Because Altair, fine. Yeah. Every other one after Ezio, I have no idea because yeah. who the fuck knows? Yeah, who cares? But Ezio was an interesting funny, relatable character while still, you know, cutting motherfuckers. But a very cool Italian Lothario whilst also being a total badass. See, you know what? That's, that's what hurt Assassin's Creed 3. Yep. Connor was fucking... Because Connor was boring. Boring. But you know what? The Jesus set, the Christ. Setting, the setting arguably was more interesting because it was <laughs> the American Civil War. Wasn't it yeah, around that time? It was, it was so, set... Um, so the, no, or was this it was like independence, um, independence. Wasn't it the American independent? Uh, the Americans were seeking independence. I think no, because so it was still so Connor was a Native American. Yeah, but what was the setting? And there was also it was like colonial America. Yeah, so it was set probably I think seventeen hundreds ish. I'll have to look that up. Just look it up. But I think I think the setting was probably more exciting than what we had three games of Ezio, didn't we? We had two. Good games and one piece of shit. What was your piece of shit game with him? Uh, not so. There was Assassin's Creed Two, then there was Brotherhood, and then there was the Revelations. That's it. Which was the fucking garbage. It was essentially an add-on that they sold as a full game. Yeah, it and was also okay. to a degree, I also wasn't a massive fan of um, older Ezio. Yeah, because he was a bit dry and he boring. Was, he was, he got uh, this was the thing. He lost a lot of that spark that made the character interesting because he was old and grizzled. And they were trying to go for like gritty realism, but at the same time, they just lost the panache that he had. Yeah. Which sucked. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed 3 was set in sometime. Hang on one second. Uh, good old internet. You know, what? originally released in 2012. It was 2012. You know, we got time for an ad. Why did you do us an ad? If you're trying to work out <laughs> what era Assassin's Creed 3 is, why don't you use Google? That's right. Google will tell you everything you absolutely need to know, including what is the average length of a penis. I know, I've looked it up. <laughs> it was a short search, was it? It was a very... <laughs> Google. We're not sponsored by Google, but I wish we were because then I know we would have made it. If we, we, would, if we were sponsored by Google, if we I think sponsored we would be by in Google, a they, much better But position. they also are a bit like Cyberdyne in a lot of ways. They're tracking us. Oh, yeah. And I'm a bit paranoid. <laughs> they know full well what's going they on. They know exactly how it's going to go down. <laughs> Google, check it out today. We're not sponsored by Google. <laughs> I wish we were. I wish we were. That'd be nice. Uh, plot is set in fictional history of real-world events and following the centuries-old struggle between the Assassins and the Templars. Blah, 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 blah. Desmond Miles bullshit. Yeah, blah, Desmond. Blah, blah. American Revolution, 1974 uh, okay, yep. to... Ni- to sorry, 1754 to 1783. Okay, right. Cool. Revolution, yeah. <clears throat> half English, half Mohawk. And, yeah, anyway, I'm getting off topic he, well, because the, the, this was the was, shitty one. He was Look, he had... The setting was awesome. The problem is with Connor, he was just a boring, dry character. Correct. And we came off the back of Ezio, 
who was charismatic and a womanizer and all that shit. But also interesting. And, and his yeah. interplay with Leonardo da Vinci yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah, interesting character. His motivation was good. And there was there was so much about that character that made him interesting. It yeah. made you want to play it. it made, yeah. That's why they were able to squeeze two mediocre sequels out yeah. of Assassin's Creed 2 yeah. because the character was so interesting. Yeah. What Ubisoft did as classic Ubisoft, Ubisoft style is they ran the fucking franchise into the ground. Before yeah. they even made a third. Like yeah. these were just 2.25 and 2.6, essentially. They, like Assassin's they probably Creed. should have stopped after uh, Brotherhood. Uh, but was it bro- I always get them mixed Brotherhood, up. Brotherhood, then Revelations, think, or Revelations, I think then Brotherhood, Brotherhood was the second Ezio story, and then there was Revelations, uh, Revelations was, the was the last one with Old Man Ezio. See, I didn't like Old Man Ezio because no, he was dry and boring himself. But also they added all this minigame bullshit, like the fucking tower defense yep. side of things, which was like... That's not why you're playing Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah. Like this is the whole point of the game is we have beautiful vistas, amazing uh combat, jumping off things and landing in hay bales and somehow surviving. Yeah. And and that was the game. Yeah. With with some of the weird retro future like the, the futuristic stuff tapped yeah. in for, yeah. you know, pacing. Yeah. So yeah. What's your next one? Uh this is another retro this is a retro classic. Yep. So this is one from my childhood, uh Earthworm Jim. Oh, that was on the Mega Drive slash Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, two I games. Think the fourth generation of console, maybe the third. I there were the there were two two wonderful games, uh, both three D two D platformers released in I think ninety one and then ninety three or ninety three then ninety five. Uh, absolutely incredible comedy, great. Still to this day, some of the best music in a video game. And just an incredibly charismatic, funny, weird character, really good universe, like great uh, world building. Uh, the last, fun fact, the last official Earthworm Jim game that wasn't a re-release or a remaster was on the N64, which was uh, Earthworm Jim 3D. And it was a pretty subpar uh, third-person uh, action platformer. Not a great game. But the character... Was fantastic. There was a it was an animated series that was spun off. Uh, fun fact: boy, uh, voiced by Dan Castellaneta, who does Homer Simpson amongst a um, uh, yep. myriad of other characters, uh, which also added to the characters uh, just hilarity and 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 character. I'm saying character a lot, but wonderful, hilarious, and super super weird. Back when video games took risks about their main characters being essentially a genetically enhanced earthworm in a super suit. So he was kind of a combination of Captain America and Iron Man uh, and I guess the Hulk, kind of? I don't know, but super fun. I've just depressed myself, Super Simon. What did you do? This has depressed me, right? Because I wanted to clarify it because I thought I was wrong and I, and I was, and I want to clear it up, the generation of consoles. So 100% we're on the 8th. Go on. But this is what's depressed the shit out of me. <laughs> You ready for it? Go on. The first generation of console was from 1972 to 1984. Yeah. Which included things like the channel, the Fairchild Channel F. I have one. I've never heard of that console I've in my got life. One. <laughs> RCA Studio 2. I don't have one. Might look that up on eBay. <laughs> the, the Bally, buy it now. Now, the Bally Astrocade. I have one. <laughs> Shout out to Fantastic Phil. That's his favorite console that I have because that was on National Lampoon's uh, Vacation. Right. The first movie. There you go. Where Audrey's trying to map out, where Clark's trying to map out their yeah. trip on America 
and Audrey and what's his name? Rusty, they're playing with the joysticks <laughs> and it's bullshit Pac-Man. The Atari 2600, yep. which is my first console yep. I had as a kid. So the second generation is when I jumped in from 1976. Fuck. Fuck. Jesus Christ. I'm, a, I'm done, man. <clears throat> it's That's all over uh, for me. So second gen, then the third gen. I might do a topic on this later on. Uh, so third gen would be NES then, right? Ness no, third gen's system? got this thing, the video pack. G seven four hundred, my vision, the poo, what the Paiuta Junior, that must have been in India. <laughs> Didn't have that one. The Sega SG one thousand, I've got one of those. That's which Sega's, was the SG one thousand. That's Sega's first console. Okay. Uh, the Nintendo Family Computer, which first was Famicom, the which, which was the Famicom, became the NES, which became the NES. Yep. The P- PV one thousand, <laughs> Super Cassette Vision, that must have been in Japan. Imagine the ad. Ah, oh, super cassette vision. <laughs> <laughs> Can you uh, imagine the end? Oh, it's a pediatrica. <laughs> super cassette vision. <laughs> so fucking racist. <laughs> BBC British. Nice to com- see things have never no, changed. No, no fucking want. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> smashed avocado wimps. <laughs> BBC Bridge Companion. What's this? LGAN Video Art. Zemex. Nintendo Entertainment System. There you go. Sega Mark III. I have one of those too. Family so, Computer Disk System. So they this was the disk drive to the NES. Gotcha. Which was only released in Japan. That's right. Video Smart. Don't know that one. The Atari 7800. Didn't you have one of those I've got as well? one. Yeah, yeah they, they came out here. Sega Master System, Atari e, uh, X, The so Master System 2 would probably fall into that yeah. too as well. Yeah. No, Master System 2... Would fall into that, yes, because yeah. that was just a basically like revised... A, it was a RAM upgrade. It was a something. RAM upgrade and a revised chassis, basically. Yeah. That's all it was. But I could keep going on. But that's that's how far back this so shit that's, goes. So that's Gen 3, right? That was so Gen NES, 3. The Gen NES 3. era was Gen 3. Okay. Yeah, Gen oh, 3. Fourth Gen goes on to like PC Engine, Sega Genesis, or Sega Mega Drive, Turbo Graphics, CD, yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, that wow, that's how old we are. I'm kind of depressed. We're old fucks, whatever. Done. What's your next one? Handsome Jack. Oh, but, uh, Borderlands. Borderlands. I know Borderlands 3 has only recently come out and it's getting some pretty interesting reviews. But I Look, okay, you know what? I'm playing through it now with Nervous Nathan and the Drunken Monkey. Shout out to those guys. <laughs> Sup, fellas. It's funny, you know, the, um, the Drunken Monkey never really got into Borderlands and I didn't think he'd like it. Yeah. But he actually, he actually likes it and... Um, I don't dig it too much. Not a fan? It's not that I'm not a fan. It's just that I can't... It's To me, It's they've, they've gone away from what what I think made Borderlands Borderlands. Mm. They've put in a hub world. Yeah. I fucking hate hub worlds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. you got an open world, then you put a sub-open world in. Yeah. A, it doesn't make any sense at all. So I, I first went into Borderlands 2. So, because when Borderlands 1 came out, everybody said it's co-op, we all have to play it together, blah, blah. And I was never really that much into the whole mentality of it. So when Borderlands 2 came out, and that was my first experience with it where I could basically play alone because who doesn't play alone? And it it was an awesome, weird, fun first-person shooter. And the loot was what made the game yeah. so unique. <clears throat> and, and there was... Um, uh, and I think it was the pre-sequel that came out, and there was, which was the basically wholly Australian. So you know version. what? I don't, actually don't like the pre-sequel. Yeah, I've I've it, played bits I found, of it. I found it very grindy. See, here's the thing: the Handsome Jack collection. Yeah, 
was interesting because that combined, I think, Borderlands two and the pre sequel. Yeah, and I still, which is interesting that they didn't put one in. There, no, I but don't. Two and pre sequel. No. But you there. know what? So I've played one, two, pre sequel, and now basically three quarters of Borderlands three. Yeah, and I'm going to say Borderlands two is the best because I think Borderlands two expanded the ideas of Borderlands one. Yeah. And New characters, similar abilities, yeah. but still interesting and fun and but engaging. It, it, it ironed out all the bits and pieces that weren't quite right with Borderlands 1. But the pre-sequel was a bit grindy and yeah. a step backwards and it got a little bit too cute with the level design. What I, I liked, though, again, talking characters... Was Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack. Yeah, exactly. He was fant- He was such a prick yeah. in Borderlands 2. And in Borderlands, 1, in Borderlands pre-sequel... He's actually kind of relatable. Yeah. Like you, you, he's obviously one of the main protagonists in it, and he's the one that's causing all this shit to happen. So did you ever play, sorry, did you ever play um, the Borderlands Telltale series game? No. Because Apparently Hanson, that was great. That's right. Because Hanson, Handsome Jack was in that. Yeah. But I guess I'm going to add on that. Clementine was a great video game character in the, in the Telltale series, yeah. uh, Walking Dead. Games. That's a good one. Clementine was great. I didn't mean to steal your thunder, but no, that's this but, is part of it. Yeah, is that but, if I think of something, if you think yeah. of something that you want to add in, you just yeah. chuck it in. But what's what's interesting is is that uh, Handsome Jack was a very big character in that uh, Telltale series yeah. Borderlands game, and I think he was actually better fleshed out in that. Yeah. Well, Whereas, this, and again, because you've got a totally different style of game, it's much more story. It's, it's much more story driven. It's much more character driven rather than also action and. Um, the actual standard elements of a first-person yeah. shooter. Yeah. So you have, you, they would have had more free reign to go with the character to give him more interest, yep. to give him more story. But from an overall like villain slash antihero kind of perspective, he's always a really fun and, uh, and and challenging bad guy. So I wanted to chuck him in on the list. What's your next one, Super Simon? Ah, uh, let's see here. So we're talking another classic game character here. We're talking Spyro. The Purple oh, Dragon from the Spyro I never series. Pl- I've never played it. Even the remake, I haven't played it. So the the so HD P- remaster, the yeah. one that came out this year, absolutely fantastic. Yep. Such a fan- beautifully designed, completely from the ground up rebuilt game. And just a really adorable, cute character. Some, and again, what spawned a huge um, toy game series with the Skylanders, because that was originally a, a Spyro series. Uh, an enormous amount of characters and development and, and, and design went into a lot of those characters because there's hundreds of them, but also a really fun, interesting little dragon just to, as an add-on. Uh, next one I want to talk about is Nathan Drake. Oh, good one. So this one is kind I'm of a... I'm add one to that. Good, yep. It's semi-controversial because he's sort of... There's, there's a lot of uh, similarity you can, draw, you can draw between Nathan Drake and things like... Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, um, any other sort of like national treasures uh, with uh, with uh, Christopher uh, Nicholas Cage, but but the character itself of Nathan Drake, with the backstory around being related to um, Sir, what's his name, Drake, Uh, Sir Francis, Francis Drake. Thank you. Very cool back history to that. Yep, and. Engaging, funny. Nolan North, another great voice actor, yeah, awesome. doing yep. has always done a fantastic job with Nathan Drake. Yeah. So adding him in there, whilst he's not the most original of characters, the the his abilities and his his um his interaction has always made him great. And and his playoff with Sully 
always was, made for you know a great what? version of so the So I was going to say, to add to Nathan Drake, what I loved about Uncharted is Sully was such a great character. Yeah. But I thought Chloe was great. Chloe was fantastic. So she, she appeared in um, Uncharted 2. Yep. And as the love interest the, slash. Well, she was in Uncharted 2 and they kind of dropped it a bit, I yeah. think. And they, who was the... He ended up with... Um, the Blonde. The Blonde. What was his her name? name? I don't remember. I can't um, remember the name. She was uh, the, the the real love interest in the end. He dropped... I always thought Chloe was great. Yeah. And um, that's why I had no problem with The Lost Legacy, which was like the spin-off yes, side with, project um, she did. with the Aussie chick whose name I also don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but she, she voice acted <laughs> Chloe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so what? that was a very cool... Again, that was a really nice, wasn't that, wasn't interesting same, spin-off. I, so dumb question. Yes. The voice actress that did Chloe, was that the same actor that was in Farscape? Yes. It was the same one. Same one. She has done an enormous amount yeah. of game characters over the years. She did a lot. She did a character in Gears of War as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, not Anya, not... Anya. <laughs> Anya. Well, Dominic's a good one. So there's... Uh, well, yeah, so Marcus and Dom Marcus were going to be... Dom, they're yeah. on the list for later because okay. the Gears series have been such an... Inc- you know what? We'll go to Gears. We'll go to we'll go okay, to Marcus, go to Phoenix, and Dom, and not Toretto. That's from Fast and the Furious. Who's the freight train again? <laughs> Cole. Cole. <laughs> Augustus Cole. Augustus. Cole train, Cole baby! Train, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for blowing everybody's ears No, out. the mics are good these days. We can do it. We can rant and go... You know what you're going to learn that the nature boy, Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we can do it. For a game about essentially meatheads, yeah. the characters. It's a dude bro shooter. It is yeah. a dude bro shooter, but they're engaging characters. Like yeah. Marcus Phoenix is the very gruff, grizzled veteran, but he, again, voiced by John DiMaggio, who does Bender on Futurama. Okay, yep. Uh, fantastic, really excellent voice acting. Um, the guys have all done like, every character in that. So they've all they've all got distinct personalities whilst looking fairly, you know, similar, ginormous, roid rage up dudes. But the characters themselves have got interest. They're like the story of loss with Dom and his wife. Yeah. Um, Marcus obviously trying to regain his father's love through all of the shit that happens in Gears Three. Um, the the relationship development between Anya and Marcus as well. Like, it's all really well done. And then obviously with Gears, I think it's five. Well, have four. you played five? I haven't played, no, f- so I'm talking four. Yeah, so, so Gears five, four with I, his son. Yeah, that's that's four. Um, that's four. Was that on the Xbox One? Yes, that was, a, that was the, the first yeah. Xbox One release yeah. uh, Gears game. Yeah, so four that was. Did I'm you playing, play five? I'm playing it now. How is it? I don't like it. I'm playing. <laughs> shout out to Rocket Russell and other Mick. Um, other Mick. Yeah, we've got like a little gaming syndicate, right? It's a, other Mick. Yeah. Well, he, th- there's two Michaels, right? But other Mick, he's um, he, we we play on a Tuesday night, and we've committed. See, it's so so nerdy. So Monday nights a Formula One night with nervous Nathan because nice. he like lo- he loves it so much. Yep. But Tuesdays. We, we were currently we're playing Gears of War five, and we were playing it on Tuesday just gone, and I said to these guys, "I'm really sorry, but is it me? But this game's not doing it for me." And they said, "Yeah, it's grindy, isn't it?" I go, "Yeah, yeah it's shit." And what it is, yet again, I, I I've done a podcast on this recently. It, they've gone, they couldn't help themselves. They went down this open world route, Super Simon, mm. and Gears isn't Gears a good, is a linear no, game. 
Gears has always been a linear exactly. game. Exactly. So, so they've got. So it oh, was per, at the start of the game. It's actually really good. Mm. And don't get me wrong. You've got a path. Don't get me wrong. It looks amazing, especially on an Xbox One X. Oh, You're like, yeah. holy fuck, this looks unreal. But and I'm imagining on a nice 4K TV. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. I, it, lo- it well. looks the shit. I'm telling you. But the problem is, it goes really, really well at the start. It's nice and linear. It's gears as you know it. Yeah. And then they couldn't help themselves. They go on this open world thing. And at the start, it's okay because it's basically going from point A to point B and there's not much to distract you on, along that way. But then later on, you go to another big open world area and they really have all these things they throw at you to distract you from where you want to be. And it slows the gameplay down to a halt. Yeah, that sucks. And then when you do get off this particular vehicle that you're on and you go looking for this like hidden area... It's so fucking grindy, it's not fun. And it actually, it got to the point, I said to the other guys, look, you know what, why don't we just stick to the main quest? I know we're going to miss out on part of the game and achievements and all the other bullshit, but I just can't be bothered with this game. And And the story makes no sense. (laughs) I don't care what Microsoft tells you, folks, it makes no sense to me at all. I am playing this game and I need a PhD to work out what the hell's going on. Whereas in the first Gears games... Particularly the first one. Like Locust, bad, kill you know Locust. Ex- exactly, you know what Close was going nests. on. Yeah. Beat game. Yeah. And everyone beats up on Gears Get, 4 a bit. See, uh, see, see Ram kill everybody. That's right. But see, um, <laughs> but see, everyone beats up on Gears 4 a bit. But I actually think the story was better in Gears 4. I liked 4. I, I, the gameplay wasn't, you know, it was a little bit off in certain places. I think with 4, it was more them... Doing a new graphic skin, new characters, slightly different time frame. Yeah. Obviously, they killed the locusts, so they had to have some new enemy, which were the robot things. Um, because of course, when you, when you need a generic, a generic bad guy, make it robots. Yeah. Uh, but it was interesting. It was a good game, and it was a beautiful looking game. It Gears by Five far, looks way better, man. See, and that's the yeah. thing. Like as their first stretch at Gears. Um, was still 343 or is it now Microsoft Game Studio? No, no, no. It was always The Coalition. The Coalition. So it's The Coalition still. It right. always has been. Actually, it was Epic originally. Yes, that's at, right. That when Cliffy B. Good old was Cliffy part, B. Well, you know, we talked about this before. He's a great gaming character. Cliffy B. You know what? He was. Like I told <laughs> the story ages ago on the podcast and I told you where, where the first... I love the first Gears game. Yeah. Right? It was I, a fantastic game because it was so different. It was. And it was the first game where I was... Well, it was a true co-op game mm. other than Halo. Yeah. Right? And but even but Halo was weird co-op because Well Master, well, Master Chief let, was let's, let's, that's another gaming yeah. character, folks. Master Chief. We yeah. jumped the we'll, gun. We'll, we'll get, get to, to him, we'll get right? to him. But, but with but, Gears, it was designed that you could play the game, the the actual story with up to four people. Yeah. And that's what made it so good. Yeah. Because the, at any given time, you had four characters that yeah. you were playing. You had your main two, which was Dom and and Marcus. And then obviously you had Cole and... Oh, Bed. 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 Um, and those were your four main characters. And then as the game went on, I think with Gears 3, they introduced Jace, who came in with... Yeah, this um, is what... I, see, this is where it goes off the rails for me. I actually think Gears today... And it started from four, mm. but certainly in five, it takes itself way too seriously. Mm. Whereas in the original Gears games, it didn't it take was it so OTT. It was so over the top, yeah. right? And you just went, you know what? Leave the brain at the door. But you, as you just said, spectacle. But as you said, bad guys yeah. shoot, kill, right? And they were super roided up yeah. dudes, dude bros, right? Yeah. 
Whereas now it's like, oh, we're putting emotion into it. Oh, <laughs> you know, like there's Kate, right? Who's this? I don't know what the fuck she used to be. So honest. is Marcus's son still in there? Marcus's son's still in it. Okay. JD's still in it, yep. but he's actually taking a backseat in Gears Five at this okay. point that I'm up to in the game. So I could be wrong. But there's a new character. I think she's. Oh no, she's not a new character. She was in four. Um, I think she was in four. But this Kate is the front and center of the game. Right. And we're all emotional now. And 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 what they've tried to do is put more story into it and make it more theatrical and yeah. more sophisticated. But you know what? Gears was never sophisticated. It was a bunch of massive dudes using guns with chainsaws on the end of them <laughs> and hacking shit up. Right? That's all it had to be. And people were happy. But now they've gone all, you know, sophisticated. But the big problem I've got with it as a game is this open world bullshit and it slowed the game to a halt. And when it actually plays, it's a bit grindy. But any of those characters from the early Gears games that we've just mentioned, they're great characters. Yeah. What's your next one? Oh, we said, do you want to go to Halo? Let's do it. Let's let's Master let's Chief. do Master Chief. One of the, the easily one of the best first person shooter protagonists in the last, you know, probably since Doom Guy. I was going to say Doom Guy. Yeah. I was actually going to say Doom Guy. You know why? Because I'm replaying Doom now. Doom Classic. On the Switch? No, I'm playing it on the PlayStation 4. Nice. And um, the original Doom Guy, no dialogue. Yep. Didn't have to say shit. Doesn't Didn't say have to shit. do shit. He had all to he run does, quick. All he does is go, fuck shit up. All he does is, eh, 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 when he, when, he, when he gets shot. Or if he's hitting the wall, he goes, eh, 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 when he's... Pushing up against the wall to find a secret passage, right? <laughs> but you know he's not happy when he's got blood coming out of his face, yeah, or when he gets you god, know you're getting fucked, or up. when he gets godlike abilities, his eyes go golden, <laughs> right? And and you see, this is the thing: character development from basically a sprite of a person, yeah, like just a head, just yeah. a disembodied head, and it like look around, yeah. and he doesn't say shit, doesn't say a word. You know what? The first time I saw Doom, <laughs> obviously the other character we'll throw in is BJ. From, BJ Blazkowicz. Uh, from from Wolfenstein. Yep. And obviously Wolfenstein had this the the, the head of yeah. BJ was didn't really move. Yeah. Whereas in Doom, if he got shot from the side, his actual head would yeah. move to well, one they, side. I think they've added that in. No, it was in the original. Was that in the yeah, original yeah, yeah. as well? Okay. So I, I remember that clearly, and that blew my fucking mind. And like the big departure, obviously, with the newer Doom games, so with um Doom from 2016. Doom 2016, so, yeah. So that that's when he goes to full Doom guy with the yeah, helmet, exactly, yeah, yeah. which was also in the yeah. multiplayer. From well, Doom you know two. what? You could say Doom three. I was Doom three was when he was the first yeah, Royal Space Marine. Yeah, that's when they changed it to a to a, a Space Marine, and that's when he was. Um, he, he landed on the Mars base, yeah. and there was more story, and that's. They, they became more sophisticated because Doom Three came out, I think, in two thousand and three. Yeah, so it was way after. Well, yeah, because um, Doom Two came out, I think ninety four or ninety five. It came out ninety four or five. Yeah, because yeah, Doom Original but came that, out ninety three. That game got played f- up until you know two thousand at least. Dude, I'm playing People it now. Still, yeah, I'm it's still still great. Well, you know what throws you out? The fact that you can't look up and down. Yeah, it's, which we have come. You, we've become so accustomed to and, in games. And you're like, uh. It's actually hard at yeah. some point. You're like, I'm trying to aim and shoot that guy, but what you don't know, <laughs> like there might the be auto, a, that auto aiming thing that like we take for granted yeah, now. That's right, but but there's a, an imp up on the ledge up above you, and you're trying to shoot him with your as shotgun. As long as you're in like line of sight, then it shoots him. <laughs> but now it's kind of like a, a mind fuck. You're yeah. like, huh? Why like, should I need to aim up? No, no, damn yeah, it. It's right. It's, it's bizarre <laughs> how far we've come, but yeah, that's so. We've, 
Master Chief. So Master Chief, we we got a bit off topic with Doom Guy, but Master Chief. But I was going to add Doom Guy. And and we can't you can't talk Master Chief without talking Cortana. Yeah. And whilst everybody loves the, the the dick sucking the dick of Master Chief because he's great and he's this amazing character, blah blah, blah I rate Cortana so much more as his emotional conscience, as his guiding light. She's his Jiminy Cricket. I hated, I hated Cortana. I think was it uh, Halo Three, where she got corrupted. Yeah, and she's like, "Help me, Halo! Help me, Master Chief!" Yeah. And Pedro and I used to play it, right? And we still play it on Master Chief Collection. And we're like, "Fucking shut up, Cortana." <laughs> And, and then we used to be like, help me, Master Chief. And while you're at it, pick up some milk on the way home. Like she was just so whiny. And, and go to Bunnings and get some nails because I've got to put up some paintings tonight. Like, fucking shut up. With the exception of, of uh You know what Halo I'm talking 3. about where she got, she got corrupted, I yeah. think. And she, she started acting loopy. And yeah, I think it was Halo 3. Know, it may have been 3. It was either 3 or 4. Yeah. But then when you get to, say, Halo 5. I hated Halo 5. Really? I fucking hated it. Really? Yeah. I liked Halo, Halo Five. I Did liked you? all the fucking the the architect. It was things. so not Halo. No, it wasn't. But it was a cool addition to it. <sighs> I liked that they they were bringing it. They're bringing I'm, new elements in. So the question will be: We know that Halo Infinite's coming out at the end of next year with a yep. Xbox Scarlet. Man, I know it's a launch game, and I know people will gravitate to it because it's a Halo game, and they haven't had a Halo game since Halo Five, mm. effectively, apart from like Master Chief Collection or whatever else they've yeah, done. Yeah, but they're but, just remasters. Right. Um, they've not only got to prove that console, they've got to prove that game. Because mm. Halo 5 was universally panned by people. Not yeah. For the single player. The multiplayer, they reckon, is the shit. Yeah. I've never played the multiplayer. I'm like, that's not my I, jam. I played a little bit of local multiplayer, local co-op from like earlier Halos, but I never, I've never been an online. No, not me, I've me never either. been an online no, player. No, me either. But Master Chief, I guess, for a guy that has very little to say, he has a lot of charisma. Yeah, or presence. He's got a lot of. Um, he's got a lot of character. Yeah, he actually has. Whilst again, as you said, he doesn't have many lines, but the lines he delivers, he delivers with such force and such impact that they're actually important. Yeah, and that's what makes him a great character, and not just the fact that he's this super badass, semi-silent, uh, you know, killing machine, but. The way he moves, the way he he maneuvers, and and can carry his weapons and things like that, like it's it it makes it for a much more interesting playthrough because the character he does have some interaction, he has some some feedback, and because he's got Cortana in his ear most of the time, saying, you know, giving him the direction and being his his guide, it makes it for a much more interesting overall experience. Yeah, what's your next one? The complete opposite. Da, da, da. A complete mute, somebody who was uh, infamous at Black Mesa. Oh, you're going to talk about uh, Half Life or Portal? Half Life, Half Life. Gordon Freeman. Gordon Freeman, of course, because one of the 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 most loved mutes in video game history, yeah. having not a single word of dialogue. But being able to interact with every other support character around him, be uh, Barney the security guard, any of the um, any of the scientists that yeah. all sounded the same and yeah. had the exact same voice and character, but Gordon Freeman being another mute badass, 
I um, love Half-Life 2 so much. Half-Life 2 was one of my favourite games. It's probably my favourite game of all time. That's I've, a big statement. I know, man, but I will play Whoa. that game so many times. <laughs> I still find new stuff. It's not even that. It's just that I like it. And when I first played it, actually what, what happened was I built a PC. with Well, Pedro built a PC for me. Mm. And it was originally to play Doom 3, but it was actually secretly to play Half-Life 2 later on down the line because it nice. kept getting delayed. Yes, and so when it finally came out in 2004, the graphics card I bought had a voucher and I had to download this little thing called Steam. Ah, back when it was still just a little thing. And everyone, and I'm telling you now, this is what makes me laugh, everyone hated Steam. Yeah, because it was fucking shit. It was shit, right? It's still shit. It's just Tell big. me about it. It's fu- but people think it's the greatest thing to ever come out. I hate that game. I hate we, that, I hate we that have, fucking so thing so So you've had this conversation with a lot of other people yep. around the the – the consolers, consolers, console, console. No, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how you fuck your host up, everybody. Consolize. You say a word. Consolize. Consolization of PC games. Yes, because it is as you've said, and and I agree. I've agreed with you through my cast area when I'm listening to you can rant about this. You damn right. It's it makes a game playable on a PC. It means that you've got one location for all of your games instead of opening different applications and things. And like it, it makes that whole experience of select game, play game, go. There's no additional shit you have to do. It's all just there in the one spot. The problem is there's zero curation. There's zero capability around making the best games. It's anybody and their dog can put a fucking game up there. I could make something and put it up and it would be Chinese that, that, spyware. That's why if and you're it a, will just go in and everyone will give it, you know, right. a million ratings. But that's why if you're an indie developer, I don't know how you survive in, on Steam because you, you, don't. Got, you, you go to the you, Switch. Well, that's where the, all the indie games are going, aren't they? And they are yeah. absolutely raking it in. Yeah. I've been playing there's this little game called My Friend Pedro. Oh, not, yeah, yeah. not dissimilar to your friend Pedro, but with a lot less killing and bananas. Um my Friend Pedro is a fantastic, weird little indie game from Devolver. And it's basically a Max Payne-style shooter with um, rating system. So the quicker and more fantastical you do with the, uh, you do your killing, the better your rating you know at what? the end of the level. I reckon someone's going to buy Devolver because they, they make they so keep many, making some they make so many indie games. Someone's going to come along and go, you know what? We're going we're gonna to purchase yeah. you. I'm sure of it. But yeah, uh, completely off topic. Mm. Um, Steam, Steam being still relevant, uh, GLaDOS. Oh, yeah. GLaDOS, by far the most terrifying and hilarious yeah. AI you'll what ever meet. Song? With the exception of, um, I think, what was it called? I'm Still Alive. Oh, I'm going to look it up because <laughs> it was so good. Like, Portal 2. Portal 2 was one, one of the my funniest games. Hilarious. And, but, With Cave, it, Johnson, uh, Cave Johnson. Cave Johnson. And what was the um, the voice? Wheatley. 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 Yeah. So um, Wheatley, voiced by Stephen Merchant from the, off, from the right. UK office. Um, GLaDOS, absolute uh, amazing. A lot of people don't realise um, genetic life form and disc operating system. Is that what it meant? That's what GLaDOS means. I'm trying to look for the lyrics. Um, I think we're alone now. Do, 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 do. Don't want to get sued. Yeah. Uh, but GLaDOS, GLaDOS as a character and as a motivator in uh, Portal 1, as this cruel, mean, terrifying uh, AI that's set you to, that's got shell uh, training forever. 
with the stark contrast of her being the the main anti-hero in Portal 2, where Wheatley becomes the villain. Yeah. Um, spoilers, obviously, for a game that's nearly a decade oh, old. What a game, though. <laughs> but how clever was it? But a because fucking puzzle platformer. That's right, because people forget that Portal... One yeah it was, was a, a test a, system. It was a test. Yeah. It was an add-on for the Orange Box Collection. Correct. Released in two thousand and seven on the PS three and the Xbox three sixty. So and that had Half Life two, that had Team Fortress yep. two, I think it was. It did TF two. It and had, it had Orange Box. Orange, uh, sorry, um, had Half Life, Half Life two. That no, didn't have Half Life. Just Half Life two. Didn't they re-release Half Life? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. It was just Half Life two. So it was Portal, um, Portal one. Yep. Team Team Fortress, Team Fortress Two, two um, Half Life Two, and there was something else in there, wasn't there? Was blue Blue Streak, Blue. Something? There was something else on there. Yeah, I've got it somewhere. Actually, I've I've got the Orange Box collection, and I was so wrapped at the time that it was on the. That was the very first remaster. It was. It was one of the first yeah. games that was officially remastered. Although and I still think the PC version was better. To be honest, it probably was. Yeah, because PC. Gets right, Master Race. <laughs> is this is this how it goes? It goes. This was a triumphant. I'm making a note here. <laughs> Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. <laughs> it is creepy how much you sound like Glados through these headphones. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can for the good of all of us. <laughs> the it, other, the other, and again, notable the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. <laughs> and the, the cake science gets done. And then you need a neat gun for the people who are still alive. And this is a bit I remember. I'm still alive. I'm not even angry. <laughs> I'm being so sincere right now. Even though you broke my heart and killed me. <laughs> And tore me to pieces and threw every piece into the fire as they burned it hurt because I'm so happy for you. Now these points of data make a beautiful line and we're out of a beta. We're releasing on time. <laughs> so I'm glad I got burned. Think of all the things we learned for all the people who are still alive. <laughs> I think that's seriously so fuck. It's like it's one of those things you think of that they just put a bunch of words in as autocorrect and they just spat out a song. Yeah, but um, so Glados being an amazing character with a notable mention to Cave Johnson, voiced by the amazing J.K. Simmons, um, as most of people know uh, from Spider Man, the original Spider Man trilogy is um, J. Jonah Jameson. My favorite, one of my favorite video game lines of all times. Like, when life gives you lemons, you get mad. I don't want your damn lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? And there's a whole fucking rant that is just absolutely amazing. And it, to this day, has was one of the first. One of the most recent video games to actively bring me to tears of laughter. It was one of the funniest games ever. Because many games give you a little chuckle. Yeah. But that game was like so clever and so funny that you were like, I suck at puzzle games, yeah. but I needed to play that game to get to the end point because to see all the shenanigans. We're at 54 minutes, Super Simon. We've well. got plenty of time. We've got another... Whatever you want. <laughs> Who you got next? Uh, I've got some. I've got some of the classics now. So we're yep. talking Donkey Kong, oh. Banjo and Kazooie, yep. and uh, and let's go Sonic as well. 
So Donkey Kong originally as the villain, the very bad guy, he was who stole the who stole not the not uh, it no, was Pauline. Was Pauline. it Pauline? Not wasn't Peach. Before it was no. So Peach was from was was Princess Peach from uh, Mario, yep. which we will obviously get to later. Yeah. Uh, but Donkey Kong started as the villain in the titular Donkey Kong. Yep. Mario wasn't even Mario at that point. He was just Jumpman because he would have to jump over the barrels, climb up, yep. use the mallet to try and get to various, through various obstacles to get to Pauline to save her from Donkey yep. Kong. Uh, it got to a point where Nintendo had this character that they had had no real resurgence with until 1993 mm-hmm. on the Super Nintendo with Donkey Kong Country, solidifying his uh, status as one of the greatest, one of the great video game characters due to absolutely incredible graphic design by Rare. Um, character design and also just personality and charm that you had from this, you know, little 3D-ish sprite of Donkey Kong, like smacking the ground, jumping on, doing barrel rolls, just so, a really fantastic, interesting character. And then obviously all the side characters that came with that, such as Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, uh, Cranky, all of the other support characters that came in with the game as well. Uh, up until, you know, Smash Brothers, where he became a playable character on the N64. Um, all the way, and he's been in Smash Brothers ever since. So all those Nintendo characters are iconic. Correct. So you got Mario, Donkey Kong, Toad, Peach, Yoshi, Peach, Yoshi, Luigi, Luigi the, 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 uh, Samus. Uh, yes, yeah, Samus. Um, there, there are there is a good. There's a good probably twenty odd characters that are just standard in Zelda, like Zelda, yep. and Link, and Link. Uh, obviously, they're hugely important, and we'll get to did them you ever, later. Did you ever play Breath of the Wild? <laughs> did I ever play Breath of the Wild? I checked my playthrough on Breath of the Wild the other day when I was cleaning up my Switch, deleting some old games. 129 hours. What a fucking game. What dude. a fucking game. What a game, man. And again, I'll Link. T- oh, man. Link is another character that's had mostly silent uh, ex- uh, adventures. He's never spoken a word. He's never spoken, he's a, never word, spoken a word other than like, hi and uh, uh, ah, ah, dying noises, that sort of thing. But. Link and Zelda. And, and again, most of the characters have been silent up until Breath of the Wild, really, and and giving Zelda true character and and development and all of the other additional characters that are around it. Their dynamic was the most realistic and the most believable in Breath of the Wild, and it's been this this storied past of Link going to save Princess Zelda from whatever you know horror du jour happens to be. The way that they they've they've developed the character over the years that he's not just this mute anymore. He may not say anything, but you can tell that there is conveyed love and conveyed affection for Zelda, and that's one of the things that I love so much about the series is that over the times over the last thirty odd years, they have developed it from just little person goes and save princess. Now it's their partners, they've they've been they're they're intertwined. Their souls are intertwined through every single iteration, every experience that they've ever had. They are forever commingled, and yeah. it's it's beautiful. It's really really. That's touching. why Nintendo have got such strong IPs because yeah. all their characters are iconic. But you know, I just thought of one before I forget. Go and on. I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, it leads to a question. 
Snake. <laughs> Snake! Snake! <laughs> Metal Gear. Right? And, so. And all that shit in the Metal Gear universe. Yep. Which leads me to a question. Guns of the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I've, I'm going to be honest, man. I've never really been a Metal Gear fan. Right. I'm going to admit something to you. Yep. I've never finished a Metal Gear game. Yeah, me either. Me either. I, I started playing Metal Gear 1. I started playing Metal Gear 3. Yep. And that was as far as I got into them. Yep. So I, It's just not for me. So, no, it's but not. But from a character perspective, everybody loves Snake. Yeah. But everyone I, thinks he's this really but, cool, but all the, sly character. All the like characters that go with that, like Big Boss and like there's so many characters that I'm forgetting. Yeah. Raiden. Yeah. Well, that was a game I played was Metal Gear Rising... Revengeance, which was a hack and slash type Metal Gear game cool. set in the Metal Gear universe. Raiden, I should say, not Raiden, Raiden. But Raiden, well, there you go. Raiden. Raiden. From Mortal, Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. So, you know, Sub Zero. Sub Zero and Scorpion. Yep. Uh, Johnny Cage. Like Johnny this, Cage. This is why it's such a big topic. It's a beast. Like, this is, this this is, is a, a huge, it's huge, a and rabbit it's cavernous. Hole. It's a rabbit because hole. Because. I can go through this list. I, obviously, I'm going to finish on yeah, things fin- like Mario. I'm yeah. going to finish on things like Mega Man. Yeah. But then there's other, like, there's characters like Kratos. There's characters oh, like Kratos. Max Payne. Yep. There's characters like... Um, Boy. Uh, uh, Pac-Man. Boy. Duke Nukem. Uh, oh, Cloud. Duke. Shake it, baby. Geralt. Like, there's, like, I've made this list oh, and there's yeah, so yeah. many... The Witcher. It, it, there is just so much death because, obviously, you think about game characters like movie characters. There's... there's in in de- uh, there's an undefiable number. Oh, you know, well, there's also one of my favourite game characters that a lot of people don't think of really at the top of their head is Joel from The Last of Us. See? I love Joel. Great example. Right? Joel and Ellie, their Joel relationship, Ellie, right? their so, dynamic. So Joel, people hate Joel, but that's why I like him because <laughs> he was so effective as being a guy that was in it for himself. And but also not. But also not. He, the love that he had for that little girl yeah. wasn't his kid. This is why... So, okay, you've obviously played it. I haven't played the sequel yet. Uh, no, no, it's not out. Oh, okay. But, That's but, why I haven't played it. That's why I haven't played it. I missed it the first time around on PS3. I got it... But you have played it on PS4. I got the remastered yep. and played through it as in-depthly as I could because yep. I was so engaged so, with their dynamic. So this is a big thing. And shout out to the drunken monkey, <laughs> right? For years and years and years, we've had an, an agree to disagree debate on this. Yeah, how the Last of Us ends, how it ends, right? Yeah. And we also uh, there's some spoilers here, folks. If you haven't played the Last of Us by now, I'm sorry. It came Again. out came out in 2013, but I'm about to give you some spoilers. <laughs> so if you need to tune out, here's some tune out music. Time to tune out. Time to tune out. Listen to some spoilers. Music. Go outside. Go out and get some fresh Don't air. listen to this bullshit any longer. <laughs> I love how you're advocating for our listeners not to listen. I wouldn't. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. Skip to uh, skip to one probably one hour and two minutes so, thirteen seconds. All right. So the, from there, just now. probably miss the next <laughs> little bit. <laughs> spoilers. Okay. So you know that at the end of the game. Joel takes Ellie away from yep. the Fireflies. Is it yep. the Fireflies? What Can't was remember. what was the name of the bloody the dickheads? The no, the the resistance, whatever they called. Them. Oh yeah, they were the Fireflies. The other dickheads, the other dickheads, right? Because there's the dickheads that are trying to do the experiments. Then there's the dickheads okay. that are trying to beat them. So the dickheads doing the experiments. Yeah, they, they say that they want to extract Ellie's, uh, I guess Bone DNA, marrow, all that, marrow, all that blood, whatever it is, <laughs> basically kill Ellie. 
Yeah. So that they, they can try and build a... They can synthesize a vaccine for this virus, yeah. right? And they're pretty confident they can do it. I'm sure it was the fireflies, but I could be wrong. And it's that anyway, whole one life to save yeah. humanity and, and he yeah. couldn't do it yeah. because... Well, he. so here's the thing, right? That's, I've had his, this, that's his girl. That's right. So he takes Ellie, right? And he runs out of the building, out of the hospital. Yep. And basically kills a whole bunch of fireflies. I think they're fireflies. If I'm wrong, folks, I'm sorry. He kills them all, right? And he takes Ellie out. And at the end of the at the end of the game, it's so awesome. He says to Ellie, he looks her in the eye when she says, "So they couldn't find a cure. They couldn't use my body. They couldn't." Yeah, but she, she was all, flat out lies. She to her. she was willing to sacrifice herself yeah. to kill this virus, right? The plague. And, and Joel looks at her dead in the eye and says, no, they couldn't do anything for you, so I took you home, yeah. right? But he actually stole he, he stole her and killed a, comp, a, a bunch of fireflies and uh, out of the You're hospital. Right, it, is fireflies. it is the fireflies. It's the, the infected, the fireflies, uh, the cannibals, and then the hunters and the military. Yeah, so the fireflies are the resistance, I think. They're the, they're the military slash scientists that are trying to find a cure for this thing. Yeah. And he takes Ellie out, right? And the fireflies go, we are really certain that Ellie will help us find a cure mm. for this disease, right? Yeah. And he lies to her at the end. Now, the drunken monkey and I have agreed to disagree on this and shout out to him. He's probably banging the steering wheel going, you bloody got it wrong. <laughs> he sees Cognac. You've got it wrong, Dan. It's not right. It's, not, it's completely wrong. It's completely wrong. I bloody, <laughs> I bleeding didn't say that, you friggin' shammy dodger. <laughs> Now he's really going now off. Now he's going to be fucking... Now he's that front- fucking piece of shit. That- I'm going to throw a fucking brick at him. Are you having a... F- you know he rang me you the other day. You having a fucking laugh. He rang me the other day. <laughs> I couldn't say a word on a podcast. I couldn't say apocalyptic. I still can't say it. Apop- apocalyptic? I can't say it. Out of what? And he rings me up and he goes, Oh, I'm looking for re- Retro Dan. Uh, the guy that can't say a popper, a popper, a popper, a popper, a popper. <laughs> Motherfucker was teasing me, right? Now it's my turn to get back at him. It's not nice to make fun of no. people who are impaired. Drunk That's right. Kid. Half a brain's in a fucking jar somewhere. I know it is. I've I'm seen f- it. I'm going to fucking find it. No, oh, I found it. Didn't I tell you? No. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a pop-up lab. There's like, People can go and pay money to see your brain in a jar. Serious? Yeah. I'm going to find it. <laughs> anyway, he rings me up and he says, I'm looking for the guy that says a popper, a popper, a popper, a popper. Fuck you, man. It was like a, a fish called Wanda. Anyway, we've agreed to disagree for years about... So what's his thought on it? He's He hated the fact that he didn't have a choice. He wanted like a choose-your-own-adventure where... You, you could, could choose, let her die. You could let it. You could leave her die and and be with the fireflies and let them do their experiments on her, or you could choose to, for Joel to take her away. And I said no. That's not consistent with Joel's character. Joel was always in it for himself. Mm. He did things for himself when he first took Ellie across the country to the fireflies. Yeah. Right when he got it was that originally job. to he was a courier. He was getting payment, yeah, right. But it wasn't until the journey that they that he fell exactly that, that he found love for. Her. Well, he got he actually uh, he became the father that she lost. Well, the, he she became the daughter he lost. Yes, right. Sorry, the daughter. Yeah, that he so lost. remember, his daughter dies at the start, yeah. right? So I said to the drunken monkey, "I respect what you're saying, but I think it's consistent with his character. He was in it for himself. Even when he took the job on, he didn't really want to do it, but he was doing it for money because mm. he was getting money out of it, right?" Yeah. So I thought it was a really 
great way to end that game. It was almost perfect yeah. where it was consistent with his character. He was a prick. He was in it for himself. Yeah. And that's why Joel, to me, is one of the great gaming characters of all time because he was such... He wasn't a nice guy. No. He wasn't at all. But right? he developed through the course of the game. No, he was being selfish. He was still selfish in the way... Was. In his relationship and with Ellie. But... He was selfish to a point of what a father would do. Yes, but you know? but he was not really doing the right thing for humanity. No, absolutely. But also, it's it, it's an impossible choice. You can't you can't no, but have he, that. But, but if he was doing the right thing for humanity, because the fireflies had yeah. told him, we're pretty confident if we have Ellie for a bit, she's going to help us find a cure. Yeah, right. And he said, "Okay, cool." And he actually gave it gave. Yeah. She was willing. Yeah, she was very she was willing. She actually she, wanted to do it, right? Yeah, that's right. So she was willing to go there, and she went there, and then he fucking abduct, abducted her because he couldn't. He couldn't, he couldn't bring himself to no. the fact that she would have been harvested. That's right. She would have been destroyed. That's right. So this is why I'm worried about the next game, because I'm like, I don't know how you can top that. Yeah, that's it. Like I that don't know game how you're gonna... ended on such a melancholy note that humanity's fucked. Ring a ding ding, baby. Humanity's fucked. Uh, the clickers and the infected are still there. There's nothing they can do. This girl is the key, and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be about fighting the military, who are way better funded, way better capable, and fighting the infected. It's going to be that, and the story is going to be how they're constantly being pursued. See, I, I'm really worried about That's it. my guess. I'm sure it's going to look better on better hardware because the PlayStation 4, even though they did the remaster, originally it was designed on the PlayStation 3. <laughs> I'm from, sure it's going to look a, amazing. I'm sure it's going to play all that uh, yeah. much better as well. Naughty, Naughty Dog are, are masters, known for making they're, they're, great they're, games. They're magicians, right? Yeah. I don't know how they get games to look the way they do, right? Crack. Crack cocaine. That, I don't know. They're, they're, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it now. Naughty Dog are fucking better than, than Rockstar. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it because I'll tell you why. Rockstar. It's a, oh, it's a fucking pretty reasonable call. call. But you know what? You can't whilst play through. This is the difference, right? You know why I say that? You play the you play a Naughty Dog game, plays like a Naughty Dog game, plays yep. great, yep. looks great, yep. great characters. Wasn't well, always the, their chink in the armor is the gameplay sometimes. Like, yeah. like I will admit, when playing The Last of Us, I mean, it was a bit clunky, yeah. you know, with the shooting, clunky with a cover system, clunky with Ellie running in front of the enemies and bad AI, bad, bad <laughs> AI, weird AI, you know, dumb AI. Weird AI. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, but you know what? When when Red Dead Redemption Two came out, that was not a great game. <laughs> it looked technically unbelievable. Well, that's that, that's unbelievable, the but it, it was looked not. A good... But you think about it this way: Rockstar do make great games. GTA Five, which came out in twenty fourteen, was way better than is RDR2. still being played. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's still being played. Yep. They're still patching it. They're still yep. supporting it. It's got a massive online community. It is a game. That came like, and there are. I'm not going to try and sound naive to think that there are games that are older that aren't still being played. I get that, but when you think about the concept of a GTA game that came out 2014, is still one of the top selling games. It's still being played. It's still got massive amounts of online play, and people are still playing it. That's great. Can you tell me any of like Trevor from GTA Five? Weird, hilarious, super bizarre character. That, that game, I, I don't understand again, why people didn't like that game as much as I did because I shat thought, all over four. Oh, it yeah, it was as good I, as three. But I liked four. Four was I, four I, was great. Yeah, I, but, but but five was so much better. Five was 
awesome. Yeah. I think the five, heists and the building the crew mate, was so cool. I think Five's one of their best games. And yeah. so when Red Dead Redemption Max 2 Payne came 2 out, is their best game. Hands down. <laughs> was it three? Rockstar did Max Payne 3. They did, but Max Payne 2 was their best game. I thought, three, I thought Max Payne 3 was great. 3 was great, but 2. Great just character 2, Max Payne. Max Payne, Max, another Max fantastic Payne, character. Max Payne, in Max Payne 3 yeah. was awesome. He was that alcoholic guy, and they did such great um, like camera work where it was flashing because oh, he was... Like, you, seeing his um, drunken yeah. uh, stumblings. Yeah. And he's there as this security guard and he's also an absolute pisshead. Yeah. And he's a pill he's a pill popper, which yep. we know because that's how he gets health. But that game played so well. Oh, it was awesome. And it looked amazing. Oh, it was awesome. And it was hard. Yeah. It was fucking hard. Yeah, it was very tough. And But you know what? At that time, I think it came out before Grand Theft Auto Five. I want to say. Yeah, it did. Because I remember playing... Max Payne 3, I think, was 2012? 13? 12, I thought. Yes, or 11, 2012. Or 11. 2012. But it came out and I'm thinking, you know what? That's setting up GTA 5 really nicely because the cover system in it wasn't bad. The gameplay wasn't bad. And GTA 5's gameplay, I thought, was okay. But you know what? I'm calling it now. Red Dead Redemption 2's gameplay is a backward step compared to GTA 5. Really? I'm calling it. May 29th, 2012. It was 2012. That's right. It was the day before uh, I got it, uh, day before my birthday, and I played it all day. It was a great game. So good. Yeah. The only complaint I got about it, the trophies were shit. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get many trophies. I fucking yeah, know. and they were few and far between. And they were bullshit trophies too, mm. like, oh, shoot, 100 bullets out of the sky. Or, oh, some crap. It annoyed me. But no, Max Payne was a great character. And going back to Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Awesome characters in their own right, but I love Joel because he was a great anti-hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. He was like the Tony Soprano of video games. He was an anti-hero. He was in it for himself, and it was unashamed, like he was unashamedly in it for himself. Yeah. Right? And I love that because most of the time heroes are like Nathan Drake. They're heroes. They're good guys. And for a change, he was like dark and- Well, Nathan Drake's a thief, so he's, he's a, good. He's a good thief, but he's still a thief. Yeah, but-, but but Joel was one hundred percent selfish, yeah. in it for himself. He was he was not he was, a character that you could easily identify with, or should like, yeah, or should feel, feel sorry for. Yeah. But you did, yeah, right? Because when his daughter died, you felt sorry for him, and you actually forgave him for all his for all of his sins later on, yeah, right. So when he took uh, Ellie from the Fireflies at the end, you're like, I kind of get that yeah. because at the start of the game he lost his daughter, so I'm okay with that, yeah, right. And that's why when I used to say to the Drunken Monkey, shout out to him, I respectfully disagree with you because that's consistent with his character. He's getting his daughter back in his eyes and he doesn't give a shit about the world. Yeah. The world can burn. Yeah. He's fucking done with it. It's still right? being selfish, but with adding an additional person to that selfishness. Exactly. Um, and I don't know yeah. how they're going to top that, man. I'm worried about it's gonna it. It's going to be a very interesting Oh, thing. how are they going to top that game? So I got... What else you got in I yours? got a couple more. What? Hit, hit me with it. Uh, where am I? Let's go through because we've had we sort of mentioned a bunch. Um, where are we? So we've done Cortana. Cortana. We've done Kratos. So talking uh, GT, uh, talking Rockstar, John Marston. Oh, great! Oh, what a character from the original Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption. Yeah, see how good Red Dead 
Red was Dead great. Like, it was so much better than RDR easily, 2. Easily one of the greatest games of its generation. And I'm going to call it too, one of the best endings of all time. Yes. One, couldn't agree more. I couldn't believe Could that ending. Could not ended. agree more. What that ending? No one saw it fucking. No. Coming. And I remember. Pl- I actually remember restarting the checkpoint, thinking, "Oh, how am I going to beat this?" Because <laughs> again, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Spoilers coming up, folks. <laughs> if you don't. for another for another game from over a decade ago, <laughs> it came out ten years ago. <laughs> spoiler! 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 <laughs> Did you just push it once? There you I go. Don't need Jason relaxation. <laughs> so at the end of the game where you're in the barn yeah, and you've got all the outlaws approaching you, the very first time I played it, because I've played it twice now, yeah, and um, the very first time I played it on the Xbox 360, I was like, okay, this is going to be tough, but I'm going to have to take all these guys out. And I must have spent quite a bit of time like hiding and crouching and picking them off as I could. But for some reason, as you, obviously the game was telling you, you can't win. This you, is a this is an unwinnable unwinnable battle. battle. But I didn't know that, right? Because <laughs> most games you have to fight your way out of. Yeah, it, right? absolutely. So I was they make think- it tricky. It's like one of the last parts yeah. of the game. So I'm thinking, I have to fight my way out of this barn, and then I'll get to like outside, and I'll the gate. The credits will roll. Yeah, right. So I spent so much time fighting these guys, and they kept coming, and, kept, and so the game had obviously obviously been built with. They just keep coming, right? And I died. I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get out of this? So I reloaded the checkpoint, right? And I still died. I'm like, reloaded the checkpoint. <laughs> and in the, the fuck end, do I keep dying? But what happened was <laughs> I died. And then one time I just sat there getting really frustrated with it, thinking, oh, this game's being ruined by this end of like bullshit game uh, with this silly end. It wasn't until you let it play and out. And I let it play out by accident. And then the credits rolled and I went, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you can't win. So, again, John Marston was a great anti-hero too. Yeah, because he was a bad guy. He, he was an outlaw. Well, he was a he guy. Had, he had his motivations. Yep. He had his reasons for doing everything he was doing, but he was a bad guy. You know what was great about John Marston was that he was always a good guy in the game, but he mm. kept on saying, I'm just trying to right my wrongs. Yeah. Because he was in the, you know, he was trying to find uh, Dutch. Yeah. And he was, and he'd set up earlier in the game. Well, I was once in a gang, and I wasn't once the. He kept saying, "I wasn't once the man I used to be." Yeah. So he was clearly setting up very early in the game. I'm not this great guy you think I am, folks. And that was a great anti-hero, and you felt so sorry for him. And at the end, when he died, I was shattered. Yeah. I'm like, "Fuck off!" Genuinely affected yeah. by it because he'd gone through this whole redemption arc. He'd done, he'd done what he needed to do. Yeah. He'd gotten his revenge, and then it was like. This is what happens. This is what happened. What this an is, ending. This is the come up. What an get. ending. So good. What an ending. I think the tack on with Jack at the end, I think was completely unnecessary. Yeah, you know what? I think what? that yeah. they should have just ended it where they ended yep. it. Yep. And let it be and let it let credits yep. roll. Well, you know what? I'll say this. It was like it was I'll say this. It was more just that it it gave it it removed some of the gravitas of that of his end. So here's the thing with Red Dead Redemption, the second time I played it. Mm. I didn't realize how much uh, busy work there was in it. So oh, yeah. at the start of the game, you're actually rounding up cows. And I know what the game's trying to do. It's trying to teach you the controls. Yeah. But then at the end, you spend all this time doing all this busy work. You go back to your ranch. You meet up with your wife. She says, let's go into town and meet Miss McFarlane and get some cattle or some, some bullshit. Yeah. 
and that takes five minutes. Then you chat to her for five minutes, and you're like, "Fuck me, let's can we just finish this game now?" Like, <laughs> and then right at the end, you're right. You go, you, you play your son, and I think you got to round up more cows, and you got to go into town. You see yeah. your father's grave or some something. You do something yeah. at the end. I can't remember. Press exactly. X to pay respect. Yeah, pr- that's right. <laughs> pay, pr- or press square to pay. Press res- square to pay no, respects. My, the I will. I will say this is my favorite thing about. Uh, and I've probably told it on this podcast before, but when I'm uh, playing it on Xbox 360, whenever you needed to ride the horse, you'd have to press Y. Yep. So it always came up with press uh, ride horsey because the Y was like in oh. line with. It just every time I saw it, it cracked me up, which was a billion fucking times. That's why you got to play it on PlayStation. <laughs> press X. It's horse triangle. X. Horse X. Horse X. <laughs> now John Marston was one of the great video game characters, and again. This is unfortunate. That's why Red Dead Redemption Two couldn't live up to Red Dead Redemption because it didn't. Even though technically so it was superior. Is he in it? Who's that? Is John Marston? Yes, not he, okay, yes, he, he is. is very, very. Yes, he is. Is he the main character? No, that he's you not. Play? No, no, he's okay. not. No, and that you know what? That kind of pissed me off. He plays a much younger version of himself because right. it's a prequel. Gotcha. Um, so it actually, uh, it's when he is in the Dutch Vandal Vandalen gang. Gang. Yeah. Um. But my problem with okay, my problem with Red Dead Redemption Two is is there's a there's a lot of reasons with it. I'm not going to go through all those problems, but one of the problems I found with it is is that the game, which was a prequel, didn't really set up John Marston's story, in my opinion, good, well enough. Yeah, it didn't do anything for him because you know Red Dead Redemption, it's all about him escaping the 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 hand of Dutch Vandalay and yeah. his gang and all that sort of stuff. So. Ooh, what's the history with Dutch Vandalay? What's yeah. the history with the what's gang? The what's, what's the intrigue? What's the intrigue? That's this when about? you're playing Red Dead, right? Yeah. Then when you play Red Dead 2 and you're like, okay, tell me about this gang and tell me how... And what I couldn't work out with Red Dead 2 is, yes, John Marston's in it, but so are these other characters and it kind of like waters him down a bit. But what I couldn't get my head around and what didn't make it clear to me, and I'm probably the, the idiot here, I couldn't understand why people were drawn to Dutch Vandalay. What was so special about him? Or Vandalin, sorry. What was so special? Is he the main character? He is, yeah. What's 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 so special about him? Was you know he charismatic? What I mean? Fucks me. Was he interesting? They didn't say shit about it. Jeez. Oh, so why 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 him? <sighs> Classic rock star. Why him? You see, and it's you know, such like a, I, did, I couldn't work it out. Like, why were people drawn to him? It's why such were a people weird putting thing. up with his shit? Was what I was trying to work that's, out. That's you know, it. Like, like, why would they, having had such a, a hit and a masterpiece on their hands with the original Red Dead? Why would they then go and try and like if not continue the story after the death of John Marsden, why not do an entirely different character? Like not related. Don't do Well, the, they they did. They did. No, in no, red, but in what, red, what I'm saying is that because the two are intertwined, right? So you've got Red Dead Two is a prequel essentially to Red Dead One. To Red Dead Redemption. But they did. They did Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan's the main character in Red Dead Redemption 2. What I'm saying is that have a completely non-related character in that world. Well, they did. I'd argue they did. So you Red said it's part of the same gang. It is, yeah. But in that, so then so, it's so related. He, uh, potato, potato. <laughs> you know. So what I'm trying to say is, is that in Red Dead Redemption 2, yeah, the main character of that game's Arthur Morgan. Okay, right. And I didn't really gel with Arthur Morgan as a character for some reason. I didn't think he was... For some reason, I didn't like him as much as I liked John Marston. Okay. Um, maybe that's just a personal thing. I didn't hate him. He was. Don't get me wrong. This was 
beautifully voice acted. It was beautifully voice acted, right? Yeah. Looked amazing. Well, that's it. The game controlled fantastic. Controlled like a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. The controls were fucking terrible. Uh, I've played. So I've played indie trash that controlled better than Red Dead Redemption Two. That's that's a fact, right? And some of the story just plotted. Yeah, it was like fuck me. This is so boring. Right, it's like listening to this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I got two more for us. So, so just to go back to that. So, yeah. the main character of Red Dead Redemption Two was Arthur Morgan, and it was his story. Right. But John Marston was like the young kid hanging around the gang. Gotcha. And what my problem was, what was with that is, I couldn't work out in the game, at least in my opinion, didn't make it clear as to why John Marston, apart from being picked up from the street as like a starving young kid. Mm. Why was he hanging around, um, uh, hanging around Dutch Vanderland? Yeah, it didn't make that there really was, clear. Apart no, from being picked up as a street kid, right? Which, there was no real motivation. No, for him to be I there. didn't see the motivation clearly. No, that was my problem okay. with it. What's your last one? Well, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the two biggest character rivals of the modern gaming era, aka Sonic the Hedgehog. And Super Mario. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure, why not? But for the longest time growing up, it was was Sega versus Nintendo. Yeah. And each had their own individualized character who was their mascot, Sonic the Hedgehog and Super Mario. Two, arguably two of the most iconic game characters of all time. There There was a thing that came out a couple of years ago where Mario was more recognizable than Mickey Mouse because of just the sheer change. Well, in you know what? Here's the, the thing, world. right? N- Nintendo really have the Disney collection of video char- video game characters, right? So Absolutely. you could easily, oh, I'm sure you could easily do it. Not that I'm saying they are going to do it, do it or ever would. You could stick Nintendo characters in Disneyland, and people would be like, "Oh, they're one and the same." Yeah, you well, know what I mean. Like, so um, what they're doing at um, Universal Studios in Florida, they are making a Super Nintendo world. No, that's not a, it's not a conspiracy. Oh, that's it happening. Is, it is, man. Alex Jones is going to come out and goes, I believe that Disney are an evil corporation. No, it's not Disney. It's Universal. A Universal and <laughs> evil corporation alongside Nintendo. They are making characters and theme parks that are going to, to seduce young men. And then those young men are going to have the semen extracted for interdimensional <laughs> aliens are going to come and mind control all of us. I have this on good authorities and you need to check this out on InfoWarsWars.com. <laughs> so, back to the non-conspiracy side of things. <laughs> What's your last character? Well, Mario, Mario. Mario. So Sonic the Hedgehog, obviously, Blue Speedster, been in a variety of games of varying quality. Well, you know the story behind Sonic? is that uh, Sega recognised that they didn't have a mascot like Nintendo did. Yeah. They had Mario, and Sega went, well, we need something similar, but we want to be cool, and yeah. we want to be like the bad... We want bad kids to be drawn to our yeah. console, and the good goody two-shoe kids can go to the Nintendo. That's fair. That's what it was in the 80s, 100%. Yeah. I've read a book um, for... I guess it's the marketing book from Sega America... Back in the, uh, what's his name? Tom Kalinske years, where okay. he was the president of Sega America. And they 100% went about their, their task of making 
the 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 console looked very different from the Nintendo system in terms of the games that were on yeah. there. And uh, so when C- when Sonic was developed, they made a conscious effort, not Sega of America, Sega of Japan, yeah. made a conscious effort of making their mascot very, uh, like, look fast and cool and very different from, you know, Mario, which was slow. And yeah. that, that was what they were trying to do, you know? But that was the whole thing is that Sonic was so fast. Yeah. you got to go fast. Some people and hate Sonic. Yeah, I know. Some people f- I, despise it. The concept of it is great. It, it it's impossible to play in certain circumstances because it's so fast. I personally don't like it. Not a fan? No, because um, I was more of a... I, I preferred Mario. I was a Mario kid yeah. growing up as well, yeah. but I liked the concept of Sonic because it was different. That's what it I mean. It wasn't Mario. That's you what I mean. You could yeah. not play Sonic on a Nintendo. You, That's why I liked it. Do you know that they, they tried all sorts of bullshit, Seeker of America, oh, yeah. for their marketing, right? And they, they said, could "Oh, could not beat Nintendo." You, no, well, they you know what? It was, no, they could, they got close. They yeah. actually got fit, uh, half the market share in Sega of America, right? And so the story is, is that they said that S- Sonic was so fast because they've got blast processing, <laughs> which is just bullshit. That's just it wasn't made up. It was, it was. It was made up. It wasn't. <laughs> the, the hardware wasn't really anything special. It was just called a blast processor. And they said, oh, the reason our games are faster is because we've got blast blast processing. Because <laughs> you remember, um, this is in the Mega Drive eras yep. or the Genesis era up there. But um, when the Super Nintendo came out, they had Mode 7. Do you remember yeah, Mode 7? I remember Mode 7. And Mode 7 was this bit of hardware that uh, Nintendo had, which gave them better animation. Yeah. Well, that's and what they pushed that with um, Star Fox. Uh, no, that was a Super FX. F- oh, F- Super FX. That was a okay. Super FX chips. Star Fox, another one. Another, that's another good game. He's up there on, know, my he's on my calendar. Star Fox. <laughs> Star, I fucking God, love Star those Fox, weird puppet-looking things. It's so strange. I love Star Fox. Star oh, Fox. fuck. Where is it, man? Where is Lilat it? Lilat Wars, one of my favorite N64 games. Yeah, but where is it here on the Switch? Where is it? I know, is it? What, I know. What, what are they doing? I know. I couldn't agree the last more. So, uh, the there last was, it was in that... Um, it was on the Wii U, the last Star no, Fox No, no, no. There was a Star Fox was in that weird game hybrid. You yeah, know when you got the toys that, and yeah, the game that was yeah. pretty shit? That was a... Uh, that was a third party. That was a third party thing. What but was that There was, was that Nintendo game? exclusive. It was, um, it was, but they... The, Atlas Cloud something? A, uh, was it Star Atlas? No, that was a fucking movie. That was Cloud Atlas. Cloud, was that terrible was terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> fucking shit movie. Um, hang on, I'm going to look it up now. Um, Star Fox. What was the movie? What was that fucking... And there were, there were toys. You were attached to the yes, toys. Yes, that's the one. Um, what, what was it Starlink, Starlink. Battle for Atlas. Okay, that was the last Star Fox appearance, wasn't it? That is the first and only current Star Fox appearance on the Switch, other than Smash Brothers. Oh, come on, man. You got So Smash you? Brothers, I, I feel, deserves an honourable mention before we get on to the big red uh, Mario. That... It's this magnificent conglomeration of characters from all across gaming culture. So you've got your Street Fighter characters. I mean, and again, that's another one we haven't even touched on is Street Fighter. So Ryu, Ken, E-Honda, Chun-Li. It's such a massive thing, these game characters and and, and memorable and loved characters. And I apologize to anybody who's listening who's probably yelling at us to say, why didn't you say so-and-so? It's because you know my what? brain as only has we, so much. As soon as we turn info, this thing off, we'll have, we'll like have 100 60 million, more that'll come back to us. We'll have 100 million. You know, you know what my last character is? Who? Sam Porter Bridges. <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. <laughs> 
I'm going to put swallowed the baby. Hideo, 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 Hideo Kojima. Kojima. He's the biggest. He's the favorite video game. He's the character. biggest. He's my favorite video game character. That motherfucker is so wacky, yeah. right? I've been. Well, he's I've, up there. Like you've got Suda Fifty One as well. You got Reggie. Yeah, well, Reggie's gone. I know he's gone, he's but gone. still, like, he was he was instrumental he in was. the video game success of Nintendo. He was. I miss all those guys. Yeah. They're all gone now. We've got, we got proper executives now, and they're not fun. Except Doug Bowser. Who's oh, like, that's a cracker. Is hilarious that his name you know is he Doug made, Bowser. He made fun of it. Yeah, he said, uh, of course what, he did. What did he say? He said something on a press release. Like, I was born to work for Nintendo? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I was born to work for Nintendo or some bullshit. Yeah, okay. Before we finish up, yeah, I'm let's, talk about, let's talk about Mario. Yeah, what's your problem? No, no problem. I love Mario. I have loved Mario. I have cosplayed as Mario. I have <laughs> I, I have actively shaved my face to have a Mario mustache most of the time. And it's he's just this fantastic, approachable, interesting character. He's basic mo- uh, basic motivation, save the princess to start with. Now he goes on high flying adventures through different worlds and galaxies. See, and in the in the in the racing day- cars and playing fucking polo but and Super Simon. In the days of equality, the princess can save herself. Absolutely, fucking oath she can. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's why in Smash Brothers, I think Peach is slightly more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, what's your favorite Mario memory? Uh, you know what? I actually didn't have an NES as a kid. I was deprived as a child. I was, I, I, I didn't have those sorts of toys. Um, no, I used to play that on a, at a friend's place and I, and one of my cousins had a NES. I have. Um, so I can't honestly say I had a, like, other than visiting someone's house and going, oh, this is amazing. This is way better than my Atari 2600. Yeah. Fuck this. And actually even better than my PC, you know, at some points, but. I can't say I've got any major memories oh. of Mario. I can't say. Well, I, I will. It was my very first Game Boy in 1989. I was maybe like five or six years old, and my aunt had come back from uh, from overseas. She and for my brother and I had bought us an original grey Game Boy. And we each got a copy of Mario and we each got a copy of Tetris and it came in the nice box. Oh, yeah, Tetris. And it was, yeah. it was for my birthday and it was the most. Surreal experience. You know what? I was the first time I saw a Game Boy. I could Game Boy. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Because up until that point, Game and Watches were the shit. Yeah. You know the old Donkey Kong yep. Kirby one, and I was like, oh man, because in the schoolyard that was the thing. If yeah. you had a gold like a, a Game a, and Watch, a Game and Watch, and it was a flippy Donkey Kong one, you were the fucking coolest kid. You in school. made it right. And then I saw some kid have a Game Boy. Mm. I'm like. That's pretty impressive. And some other kid had an Atari Lynx. I'm like, oh, it's color. Fuck the Game Boy. You know what I mean? how, Fuck how the wrong. Game Boy, but who who survived that console? Well, that's right. Though? I always backed the wrong horse, man. <laughs> I always backed the wrong horse. But that that first, that turning it on and hearing the Mario theme on the Game Boy for the first time and having this little sprite of probably about 10 or 12 pixels in, in size. And then when he got his first Power Mushroom and that... Growing and it was just I was hooked, and then from there it was Nintendo all the way. We were always a Nintendo house. We never owned a Sega piece of hardware, but anything that was Nintendo. I know, I know. This is this was the thing. I've been a Nintendo fanboy since I was a kid, and Mario has been even with the Wii. Even with the Wii, you're waggling that. I waggled the Wii. That was the worst. That was the (laughs) worst console ever. 
it may have been the worst console ever, but it had some great games. Like what? Oh, yeah, she did. It had one that was in black and white. What was that game in black and white? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I know about. the one you're talking about. I don't remember what it was called. It was actually a really good game. Um, oh, shit. It was, that that was a launch title too. Uh, no, it was, it, early. it was early. It was early. Title. It wasn't a launch title. What was it? It was a black but it was, and white one. It was done. It was sort of like a mix of the Warriors because they had the two narrators that were talking about your, your success in killing yeah. the things and it was all like black and white with red. Um, oh, damn it. What was it called? I'm going to have to look that up now. What's your like? You got any other characters, Super Simon? Is that um, it? There's, like I said, there's probably a million that I've missed. There's hundreds, man. That I can't remember. But that my bladder can't take any more. Well, if you need to chuck a piss, let's chuck a piss. Have you got every? Have you got everything? I think that's it. You got no more le- left on your list. Any that you can think of? Uh probably into after I finish. <laughs> <laughs> they go. God damn it. Oh, um, oh, oh, I've got, what? I've got one. Uh, we talked about Link, didn't we? Yes. We talk about, oh, Lara Croft. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Another good one. Uh, honorable mentions. So Kratos, uh, Lara Croft, yep. Pac-Man, one of the original video game um, yep. we talked about mascots. All the, all the Mortal and Kombat. And Duke Nukem. Combat. Oh, Street Fighters. Street Fighter. So all the, all the like, uh, the Street Fighter characters, there were so many of them. So, yeah, I, I think that's, them. I mean, oh, uh, I feel we should probably have one more mention of the good old... Um, that little yellow piece of shit, Pikachu. See, I, I was never a Pokemon kid. I, I don't understand never was a Pokemon any of this kid. shit. And you know when people are walking, what was it, Pokemon Go? Yeah. People are walking around the neighborhood <laughs> looking for fucking Pokemons. I'm like, the and you know what? You people? I remember being at work and everyone was looking for Pokemons. Yeah. And near where I worked, there was a gym. Yeah. A Pokemon gym, right? And they're at lunchtime going, oh. Your brother and I, right. uh, they're all collect around. They're all collecting Pokemons. You know what I used to say to them? You have no right ever, (laughs) ever to make fun of me. If I come back from lunch with a JB Hi-Fi bag full of frigging games, don't make fun of me. Cannot say shit. They also make fun of me, right? And now when they were going around looking for fucking imaginary monsters, (laughs) that's another level, man. If you're leaving your house looking for imaginary monsters... A buddy buddy of mine um, was playing a Pokemon Go clone. I think it was a Harry Potter one. No. Yeah. Harry Potter one. And he was actually driving slowly so that he could walk his egg and he crashed his car. There's a, oh, see, this is what I mean. And there's another game, Super Simon, where these people get in a van and it's like a surveillance thing and they look for like fake radars or some bullshit. And when they find the, it's like capture the flag, but it's, you got to get in your car and drive to that flag and That's capture it. That's weird. Oh man. Game. See, I look pretty good. I've I feel. Not heard I don't of leave that. my house. <laughs> I sit on my couch with my hand down my pants and I play my co- my PlayStation with one hand. <laughs> That's all I do. Judge me if you want. I wouldn't dream of it. That's why I like should, you, Super Simon. Should we call it? I'm calling it. Have you got busting for a piss? I'm pretty close. Yeah. Let's do it. Have you uh, said everything you wanted to say? I have said everything I want to say for now. You'll have to have me back. Well, yeah, at some point, if you can find the time, Super Simon, <laughs> you're very popular. For you, them. I will make the effort, like I did today. If I had a heart, <laughs> it'd, some, it'd be, be ticking. Some, something would happen. Is I don't it, know what would happen. You, I'll tell you what, I'll get you a, a, another soldering iron. You can unseal your uh, tear ducts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Until then. Until then. Thank you, Super Simon, for coming in. I really appreciate it, man. 
Thank you for having me. It's been a blast as usual. Thank you, Sock Puppet Jason, for being you. Don't go with changing. Thank oh, you, Rachel Dan. You have been informative <laughs> as well as Super Simon. I'm going to say you looking good, Super Simon. Oh, thank you. You guys have been so cool. Thank oh. you. Mr. Polly Pissy Pants. Jason, <laughs> <laughs> relaxation. We need to talk. <laughs> Get your ass back here. No, nah, he's changed, mate. He's gone. All, uh, he wants to be part time. Oh, I'm too busy. I've had a heart attack. This was going to be full-time. This was going to be full-time. And now he's going part-time. This is the uh, opposite he direction. He doesn't, like the, he doesn't like the changes, man. He can't deal with it. I can't handle change. I know. What I can't way. either. <laughs> Thank you for the two people who have been listening to this bullshit podcast. Thank you, Dad, for letting you choose your garage. I'm sorry, I ran out of my fucking gaming characters. I don't know what they are anymore. People used to tease me that I look like a fucking Super Mario in the 80s because I was a fat wog. And if I grew a moustache, I'm sure people would think I'm Super Mario. I know it. In fact, I've got an uncle that looks like Super Mario. And when he eats a salami, I don't judge. But people fucking judge me all the time. I don't know why. It's a rabbit hole I can't get out of. It's something that needs to be improved on. Why do people judge me like that all the time? I don't know what it is. You okay? And next week, you little gaming characters and heroes <laughs> and people that think you're Super Mario and chasing Pokemons down the street will have more return and more bullshit. But until then... You can roll it, monkeys! <laughs>